Back, everyone, to another episode of the Beef Up Front Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle. Joined alongside Kevin Cannon for the weekly show, NFL Big Five Games of the Week. Uh, only got four games for you this week, though, as we are now in the divisional round. Uh, exciting uh, weekend of football last week with the wild card. We had some upsets. Uh, looking forward to another good week here. Uh, welcome back to the show, Kevin. And how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me again. All right. The first game we will be starting with is the six-seed Rams after going to Seattle and upsetting the Seahawks last week by 10. I will be traveling to Lambeau to play the Packers uh, for the one-seed on Saturday afternoon at 435 on Fox, and the Packers enter this game as a seven-point favorite. So I got the uh, Packers winning by that 7-27, Rams 20. The Rams are a very good team, so I expect this one to be pretty close. Uh, the Packers will benefit a little bit from being home in the cold at Lambeau. Everyone knows how talented Rodgers is, and he's playing on another level right now with Devontae Adams. And the pa- Packers have also found another dimension in the run game with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon out of the backfield. And the Packers are well-rested, while the Rams got a little uh, beat up last week, Chuck. Jared Goff is still not healthy with that thumb. And Aaron Donald, their, their best player on the defense side of the ball, got his ribs banged up a little bit last week. Um, so I think I'm going to take the Packers here. The Packers' defense has also allowed 25 or less in their last six games. So they're playing a little bit better now. And I think they're going to be able to limit the Rams' offense, which I think will be a little limited with a Goff playing injured this week. So I think uh, the Rams' defense will keep it close, but I'm taking the Packers. I agree with you here that the Rams are going to be able to keep it uh, pretty close, uh, and this will be a pretty tight game, I think. But I'm going to take the Packers 24-20 over the Rams. Uh, The Packers are just, I think, from top to bottom, have been the most consistent team in the NFC this year. Uh, The Rams are a really good team on the defensive side of the ball, like you were saying. And I definitely have to give major props to Jared Goff for playing through that injury with his broken thumb. And if there's one major flaw I think to this Packers team it's their run defense and the Rams are really riding that running game uh, especially with Cam Akers right now who had 131 rushing yards last week they're going to really try and pound the rock with him and Malcolm Brown to keep Aaron Rodgers Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones off the field but I think Aaron Rodgers who's most likely going to be the MVP this year gets it done in the end the offense is really clicking on all cylinders and is too well-rounded not to score at least three touchdowns in this one and I think three touchdowns uh, and probably a field goal will be enough to get it done against this Rams offense that is playing with a quarterback who's just come two weeks off of a broken thumb uh, injury. So uh, I'm going to take the Packers here uh, to advance to the NFC title game. Next game uh, will be Saturday night with the five-seed Ravens who went to Tennessee last week and beat the Titans. The AFC South champs will be going to the number two-seed Buffalo Bills on Saturday night, 8-15 on NBC. Bills only enter this game as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. What are your thoughts on this matchup, Kevin? I'm taking the Bills 30, Ravens 27. It seems like a lot of people are taking the Ravens this week on the upset, and that's with good reason because they're one of the hottest teams in football, but so are the Bills. And I think uh, Stefan Diggs is going to be able to make plays against the uh, Ravens' very solid cornerbacks, and Marcus Peters has been known to be very aggressive on uh, the defensive side of the ball and gets uh, caught trying to pick off uh, double moves a lot. So I think 
the Bills could potentially take advantage of that. And the Bills lack a run game, which is definitely concerning, while the Ravens lack anything but a run game. Uh, their run game is pretty much their game. And I think Lamar will be able to uh, make one too many mistakes this week that will kind of come back to bite Baltimore, and the Bills' defense will be able to limit Lamar and make uh, some plays on offense. I'm actually going to take the Ravens here, 31-30 over the Bills. I think the Ravens at the moment are just playing like a team of destiny, kind of. They're definitely – them and the Bills are probably the two – definitely the two hottest teams in the AFC. Uh, you can argue that in the whole NFL, they're right up there with the Packers. Uh, coming into the year, this Ravens team was largely viewed as a league favorite, and they're finally, uh, over the past six weeks, I think you can say, playing like the team we all thought they would. They struggled in the middle of the year. They dealt with some really bad COVID issues, but now they've got it all figured out, and they're arguably the hottest team in the league. The Colts really battled the Bills tough. I thought they had a good chance to pull off that upset. And the Ravens have the blueprint on offense that kind of the, that the Colts had last week to keep Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs off the field with that high-powered running game. And this Ravens running game is certainly better than the Colts as well. The Ravens have a strong secondary as well with Marcus Peters and Mar- uh, Marlon Humphrey that I don't think we'll be able to stop Stephon Diggs but limit him. As long as he doesn't get 150-plus and with the limitations that the Bills have in the running game, I think the Ravens would be in good shape to win this game. Uh, Lamar is also playing with some great confidence right now, at least from the second half on last week. After winning that first playoff game and really getting the monkey off his back that people were hating on him for, only 24 years old and people were already – kind of writing him off because he didn't have that playoff win. But there he goes. He gets that win. I think he's on a mission right now to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, so give me the Ravens over the Bills here, thanks to a late wait, winning kick by the best kicker in the NFL and Justin Tucker. Uh, Big-time upset, 31-30. Uh, Ravens beat the two-seed Bills here. Next game will be on Sunday. We have the six-seed Browns going to the one-seed Chiefs after the Browns. Uh, pulled off that big-time upset last week against the Steelers in a dominating fashion. Uh, this game, will, as I said, will be on Sunday at 3.05 on CBS, and the Chiefs currently are a 10-point favorite. What are your thoughts here, Kevin? I got the Chiefs winning 37-24. to 24. I think it will be a close game in the first half with the Browns matching the Chiefs almost step for a step, but will not be able to continue the success throughout all the game. I think Baker will make a mistake or two uh, down the stretch trying to keep up with Mahomes and that Chiefs offense. Mahomes and the Chiefs offense is top-notch and will not have much trouble scoring against a Browns defense. That is not great. They are, they're a good defense, but they're not better than um, Patrick Mahomes and all his weapons he has on the offensive side of the ball. And I think the Browns will try to um, lean on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt as the Chiefs are susceptible to the run, but it's not going to be enough. Yeah, I'm right here with you. A pretty similar score. I'm taking the Chiefs. 38-27 over the Browns. I was kind of considering when, when I, the matchup first came out of giving the Browns the upper hand here uh, in a big-time upset, but I'm definitely going to roll with the Chiefs after thinking about it more. Uh, we saw last week how the Browns could put up some points, so uh, that's why I think they're going to be able to trade punches with the Chiefs, at least in the early going. But if the Chiefs are able to get up and get a one- or two-score lead, kind of like we saw in the national championship game last night between Alabama and Ohio State and really forced Ohio State to get out of their comfort zone, which was pretty much for most of the year running the football and working off of that with the passing game. That's really what the Browns want to do. But if the Browns are forced to play a shootout type of game with Baker Mayfield and get away from that rushing attack, I think that's what will do them in in the end. 
Big Ben was forced to throw a lot last week due to, due to being down, but there was way too many easy throws. He still threw for over 500 yards in that game. Uh, so if And they weren't really able to get a really good pass rush on Big Ben last week either, the Cleveland Browns. So if you're not going to get any sacks this week on Patrick Mahomes like they did last week, I think you can uh, figure that the Chiefs and that high-powered offense will be able to put up some more points uh, than the Browns this week. And Andy Reid is great coming off buys, especially with Mahomes. I believe they have 30-plus points in every game so far off of the bye between the two of them. So uh, this is a great duo with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I think we'll be seeing dominate the AFC for at least the next decade, and they booked their third straight trip to the AFC title game here. And our last game of the week, uh, I think this is the game I'm probably most excited for, the third matchup of the season between these two teams with the fifth-seeded Bucks, after defeating the NFC's champs Washington football team. We'll be traveling to New Orleans to play the two-seeded Saints on Sunday afternoon at 640. The Saints enter this game as a three-point favorite. I'm taking the underdog Bucks 31, Saints 27. It's going to be a matchup of two of the greatest QBs ever to play the game, and they're both towards the end of their historic careers. The, the uh, Saints are an extremely tough team to beat, as are the Bucks, and it's extremely tough to beat a team three times a row in a year, and that's what the Saints are looking to do here against the Bucks, having beaten them twice already in the regular season. And the Bucks are an extremely talented team, and they're just finding their groove on offense now with a, a combination of Brady's quick pass and offense and mixing that with Bruce Arians' air raid offense down the, uh, down the field approach. And A.B., Godwin, and Evans are fantastic. Plus, they have a solid running game, solid O-line play, and solid uh, tight end play as well. Their defense is a top uh, unit that held Kamara in check in both the previous meetings in the regular season. So I think this is going to be a great game, and I'm taking the Bucks. who I just think will make more plays. I'm taking the Bucks here as well in the upset. 30-23 to 23 over the Saints. I think they are definitely playing better right now than the Saints. And the big thing that I agree with you that you said, they were really able to hold Alvin Kamara in check in their first two meetings against them. Uh, the first game of the year, he kind of had a little bit of a big impact in the passing game, but both games, the rushing game, the Bucks were really able to limit him. Only 50, 56 total rushing yards in these two games. So great defense against Alvin Kamara. That should be able to put the Bucks, at least with their high-powered offense, in a good position to win. I don't think the Saints will be able to beat this Bucks team, especially a Tom Brady-led team, for the third time in one year. If Maybe if they had that true home field advantage, but they don't, as we all know. Uh, this Bucks team is really clicking right now, too. Put up 31 points on a very good Washington defense last week. One of the best pass rushes and and secondaries when it comes to pass defense in the league. That Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Antonio Brown trio is probably the best in the league. And they are operating as the best they have all year. That Bucks rush defense as well. One of the better units in the league, as we talked about, with their ability to limit Alvin Kamara. So I think the Bucks prove that the third time is the charm in this matchup. And the Saint, and the Bucks are playing their best Best ball of the year at the right time. If the Saints do want to have a chance to win, they really need to get that running game going this week against the Bucks and keep uh, that Tom Brady-led offense off the field and play that ball control type of uh, ball control type of style this week. We'll move on now to Tanner Herb's locks of the week. Tanner last week went three and three, bringing his season total to. 
42 and 51. Kevin and I in our picks, I'm 60 and 35, and Kevin is 58 and 37. But we go to Tanner's locks of the week here. He go, starts it off with, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Forbidden Fruit, the four-way underdog cover. I actually like these picks by Tanner this week. The first game we see uh, is Rams-Packers and Green Bay. Packers, six-and-a-half-point favorites. We're going to take the Rams against this week, but expect the Packers to win. This matchup I'm very excited for as we see a generational defense. I think that's a bit generous. Uh, against a generational offense as each side relies on big-name playmakers making big plays. Uh, watching Goff get the nod last week, I was a little shaky, but I expect him to be slightly healthier this week and to keep the Rams' offense in check. Uh, McVay can also plan around this feed, around his future QB at this time. Uh, the Rams' defense has NFC leading 53 sacks this year, while the Packers have only allowed Rodgers to go down 21 times. So this will be a true battle of the trenches. Uh, another close and gritty game for the Rams here, but I like the Packers to advance. Uh, Rams plus 6.5. Next game. Uh, the Ravens visiting the Bills, the Bills being two-and-a-half-point favorites. This game is tough bet. After Baltimore got their revenge on the Titans and the Bills proved they were contenders and not pretenders, this is my favorite game of the week. My initial thought was to hammer the Bills. But when you step back and look at just last week's games, I think this is an upset waiting to happen. The Ravens have excelled on both sides of the ball, shutting down the stud-level Titans rushing game while playing well through the ground on their own as Lamar had 136 yards. The Bills, on the other hand, had to fight tooth and nail and survived the bad call and the failure of the Colts to score last second. Uh, the Bills' D could be exposed this week by Lamar as they cover well in the secondary, but take a step back defending the run. Uh, this is how the Ravens beat the Titans as well. It also appears that the veteran Baltimore defense has evolved in the playoff form. It matches up well to cover the Allens-Diggs combo, as we were talking about, Kevin. I'm going to ride with the Ravens this week, plus 2.5 and, and under 50.5. Third game. Tanner loves the Cleveland Browns this week, he says. Head to the defending champs, KC, as a 10-point spread. He says, hammer those Browns. His offense is electric, and they won against a division rival without a head coach. I don't care how you spin the Chiefs. I get it. They're amazing. I will not give them 10 points, though. The defense struggled late season and will not give them this much of a cushion. Browns, Browns, Browns. He likes the Browns here, plus 10, over 56 points. And the last game of the week, Bucks headed to the Superdome with a minus three spread going to the Saints. With this show taking place on the History Channel, this could be the last time we see Brady and Breeze match up. Straight up, I'm going to take the Bucks money line. Uh, this matchup during the season produced two New Orleans wins and a six six touchdown to zero interception ratio for Drew Brees. I don't care. Brady is hot and the Bucks defense is hot and the Saints are not. 341 passing yards average in his last eight games. I don't see that change in here. Tight game at the least between these offensive juggernauts bucks plus three and over 51 and a half. What are your thoughts there, Kev? Oh, for the Rams plus seven. I don't know how to really feel. Cause I had the Packers winning by exactly that seven. So I could see that one going either way. I really like the Ravens plus two and a half as well as the bucks plus three. I'm not that high on the Browns plus 10. Cause I think the chiefs will end up beating them by more than 10. Yeah. I, I like all his picks this week. Uh, I think the Browns have a chance to cover, maybe with like a last last second touchdown or something. I think the Chiefs will win, but I like the Chiefs to cover that 10. But other than that, I, I like three out of those four picks. But that'll do it uh, for this week on NFL Big Five Games of the Week. Thoughts on the Doug Peterson firing before we get out, Kev? I think it was a massive mistake by the Eagles, and they'll regret it. 
who 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 are you looking for them to hire going forward? Um, I like Deuce Staley, the in-house uh, running back coach. So, but do you really think that they'll hire a guy in-house after what happened this past season? I feel like that would just kind of be like walking back on what they had. I feel like. They've already just made a mess of it already. Nothing would surprise me. I don't know how you could fire Doug and keep Howie. So I'm, I don't know how to feel about everything they've done. Yeah, I agree as well. I think it's a bit of a disaster. But that'll do it for this week on NFL Big Five Games of the Week, the divisional round. We will talk to you guys next week for the conference championship. And enjoy the games this weekend.